G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here and I'd like to welcome you all to another episode of the Revel Brewing Show. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, we're coming to you from Balimba in Brisbane, Australia and we discuss all aspects of the culture that encapsulates independent craft beer. This week for the podcast, we thought we'd take it back to nearly three years ago where it all began. We took great care to produce a core range that provided our community with a standard of drinkability. This approachable foundation to our beers has been a driver for all our limited releases to date. Our Oxford Pale Ale, named after Oxford Street in Balimba, is a crowd favourite along with our West Coast style IPA which delivers quite a fruit punch. As always, keep your questions coming through so we can answer them on each show. Sit back and enjoy this episode. Bit of Dutch courage. Everyone have a beer. Yeah. After eight beers each. We're well oiled. Alright guys, thank you very much for joining in for a, another fantastic episode of A Beer with the Brewer. Matty Cuthbert himself. What a legend, I tell ya. Only a mother could love that face. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, mate. It's good <laughs> to, to be back. I know, I know. We love it, we love it. Um, Alright guys, today we are going to be tasting a couple of our uh, solid core range beers. So first we have our Pale Ale, or known around here as the Oxford Street Pale Ale because we are situated on Oxford Street uh, in Balimba in Queensland, um, and that just ties into uh, a bit of our kind of uh, foundations of, of the, uh, the spot and the company here. Um, Maddie, did you want to tell us a little bit about this uh, fantastic Pale Ale that's been... Um, been winning a lot of kind of uh, international and uh, Australian medals over the last couple of years since it's been out. Thanks, Flex. Why don't we crack it open? It's best to do it. It's always good to drink the beers out of a glass. Absolutely. You get the full aroma. Opens it up as well. Bit of head. Oh yeah, that hits the spot. Lovely, nice and fresh. Absolutely. Canned only a few days ago. Doesn't um, get much better. So I guess, yeah, as you mentioned, one of our core beers um, that we have actually had since we started. So mm. when we sort of uh, hatched Revel mm-hmm. um, almost three years ago, we sort of um, had a chat about what our core beers would be. Um, and as a brewery, it is pretty important to, I guess, first work out what your core beers are going to be and then... Yep. Um, if you're happy with them, um, they become successful and sort of who and what you are. Yeah. So we made summer ale, pale ale, IPA, a lager, and a stout in the first week of brewing. Yeah. And all those beers still exist. Yep. So um, I guess that's pretty good. Definitely. <laughs> we must have been on the right track. Definitely. I think they they create the the foundations of um, all the limited stuff that we that we yeah, really definitely. do as well. Some really solid. Oh, nearly got attacked got by a friend flying by. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's the foundations of um, creating all those limited releases and everything like that, and um, just everyone kind of looks for a really solid go-to kind of core range style of beers. Everyone loves the pale ales, nice, easy, fresh drinking, gives you a lot um, bang for your buck there, and then also the IPAs, and, and the IPA that we have is an absolute, absolute cracking beer everyone cannot get enough of it i guess for me whenever i go to another brewery i always try their pale ale 
Um, I think it gives you a pretty good guide to what the brewery's like and what mm. they're about. Um, most breweries have a pale ale, or at least a sort of a subcategory of a pale ale, yep. an XBA, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in creating this beer, it's sort of based, I guess, on an American pale ale. Yep. Um, technically, it's probably a New World pale ale because we do use some uh, hops from the Southern Hemisphere in it yep. as well. Um, so it's got that nice sort of orange colour. Mm. Um, it's got a little bit of crystal malt in it to give it that nice colour. Um, and then there's a bit of Munich in there to give it a sort of a nice biscuity malt profile. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and then hops-wise, it uses a couple of American varieties and an Australian variety. Um, it has changed around a little bit, um, depending on the availability of hops at the time. Yep. Um, and that sort of thing. Um, what I can get my hands on. Us little brewers don't really... Uh Get the large selection Nowadays sometimes. I'm a bit more organised, <laughs> so I've got most of them contracted in advance. So Very nice. we're set on what it is at the moment for a yep. while, hopefully. That's fine. Um, but you should, smelling the beer, you get a nice fruity aroma. Mm. Sort of derived, classic sort of those US hops of Mosaic, Cascade. Yeah. Um, El Dorado has in it at the moment. Very nice. Um, El Dorado is really known. That's probably only come out in the last sort of two or three years as a big hop. Mm-hmm. That's... Uh, Gaining a lot of sort of, I guess, fame and popularity uh, for its sort of tropical flavours. So that's sort of what we're going for, that nice sort of, um, almost like a a fruit bowl or salad bowl. Yeah. uh, Full of nice tropical flavours and then the nice sort of, the maltiness to balance it. I guess a little bit different to say an XBA or a summer ale in that it's probably a bit Quite, maltier. Yeah, it's got that little, got a bit of a robust malt profile yeah, there. Yeah, and that it? sort of, of, I guess, allows you to make the beer a little bit more bitter as well. Mm, to sort of very balance nicely the, balanced. The sweetness of the And malt, again, very so. clean and finishes very, very clean as well. Just yep. be able to keep drinking that. Again, yeah, you want it to be something that you're not going to have one of and that's yeah. enough. You want to sort of be able to take it to the cricket or a barbie or something like that and have yeah. a four pack or whatever without thinking about it too much so mm. plenty of flavor yet drinkability is uh is key 100 percent. that's sort of what we go for with everything yep all right might as well knock this back cheers cheers buddy all right after that fantastic pale ale maddie let's try the ipa so this one i'm gonna go i mean if you haven't tried this Get out and get some because it is an absolute cracking beer. 7.5%, drinks like a 5%. Um, It's got everything in it that you would want and love from a solid kind of West Coast IPA style, Maddie. Um, Just absolutely sensational fruit punch kind of IPA. Oh, uh, yeah. So, I guess another one of our original beers, the IPA. Um, this one is probably my favourite beer when mm-hmm. it comes out fresh. Mm. Um, whenever we can it, um, it's nice to go home and Ooh. take some home and have a couple of cans on the safety of your couch. Well, after having a couple of cans from the canning line, fresh, <laughs> after a couple, fresh from it. Just to make sure it's tasting good. QA is the key. Very important. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, get more of a, I guess, West Coast style. Mm. Um Without being super bitter, if no. it was um, like a traditional West Coast IPA, um, as opposed to a lot of the sort of the hazy IPAs now, they're a lot sort of softer in profile. Mm. But um, again, another three um, pretty popular American hops in this beer. Um, the recipe for this actually hasn't changed since we started making it, so yeah. that's another, I guess, good sign. Three years in, we kept the one of the original beers. Yeah, 100%. And it stood the test of time as well. We, As well as the pale ale consistently ranking um, 
in in medals of of Australian and international beers at the uh, at the awards that we put it in. Also, so it's really good to see um, it continuing to be up there over so many different awards um, over the years as well. So it's consistently good, and that's what we're trying to kind of produce with our core range is just some consistently good beers that people can constantly go to um, and get the same type of outcome and experience from those um, each time and, and this one just never never lets me down An absolute cracker so again we i think we can this one friday so only yeah. a couple of days ago so this is when the beer is at its best mm-hmm. within <laughs> a few days of when definitely. it's packaged definitely um but yeah looking at it again it's a little bit lighter than the pale ale um because it is color. a bigger beer, I don't put the crystal malt or Munich malt into it. Um, it does have a little bit of Vienna to give it that nice sort of yellow, almost orange, but not that crystal malt orange of it's the like pale ale. Um, so with the higher ABV, it actually gives the beer a bit more sort of body and sweetness anyway. Mm. Um, so you don't really need the crystal malt in the beer yeah. to add that, um, to balance it out. And then just loaded with um, three of those hops we spoke about. So super sort of, um, again, tropical, fruity, all those sort of nice flavours you associate with IPA. Yeah. Um, and very Moorish. It finishes nice and clean. So, again, you can't have a couple. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is two and a half standard drink. Oh, yeah. 2.2. So you don't 2.2. be a little bit careful. It gets a bit spicy after two. And <laughs> yeah. if you keep going, it's, uh, yeah, two, it's a good night. A nice it's a good night. On the couch. So, 100%. 100%. So great great for shower beer as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Probably classic. my favourite shower yeah, beer. Yeah, 100%. Great for shower beer. So After a long day in the brew, nothing like getting home and cracking an IPA. That's it. That's it. And uh, also from last week again, just a little bit of IPA in the beard, Maddie. Especially Abs- when you're doing the shower beers. Just rinse it through. Keeps it nice and Absolutely luscious. Absolutely lush. Oil. Yeah. So anyone out there. It's looking glorious today. Yeah, looking glorious. You. Nice bit of... Uh, Winter sun mm. radiating. Works well. <laughs> Works absolute treat. So Alright guys, well that's our two cores. Palau IPA. Get down to your local. They usually have them. So and if they don't, ask for them in because you will not be disappointed um, with wrapping your lips around these bad boys. So Maddie, cheers on another absolute banger. Cheers and stay tuned till next week when we have Ooh. a couple of brand newies we do pretty exciting ones too pretty exciting ones they they go on like hotcakes as well all right guys we've got a couple of questions that people have uh sent through this week so i'm going to shoot them across the table to uh to the brewer and see uh, how he uh responds to these ones so one chloe russell maybe maybe a friend of yours i'm not too sure but when will the uh chloe exotic be brewed maddie oh that's a good question yeah um hopefully in the next few weeks oh really yeah next time you make a guest appearance on the canning line we can um work that out i know it's always about uh hitting those strike rates to get that beer for you does sound like a tasty beer though Chloe exotic very exotic (laughs) very exotic so uh another one uh katie potato uh most difficult to brew to get right, Maddie. It's a very, very broad question, that one. It is. Um, here, I think probably the one that I've played around with and changed the most would be our lager. Mm. Um, lager, because the beer, I guess, there's nowhere really to hide when making a lager. Um, 
the flavours are a lot more sort of subtle than I guess something like an IPA. Mm. Um, so I played around with different malt, different hops, different yeast, um, and nearly got it after three years where we want it. What six, so, six, seven? We've probably brewed it at least ten times, fifteen times, and yeah, changed it almost every time. So for me, I think that's probably the hardest beer. Definitely. Um, and I would probably say lager is not my preferred style um, to drink. Mm. So I've got to, to actually get it where I actually really enjoy drinking it. I've nearly got it to that point. Yeah, so, I, think, yeah. I think you have. I think you've really, this last batch is yeah. really, really good. So A trip to Germany in there to <laughs> work <laughs> on some in, of the finer in, points inside of lager. Secrets, yeah. mate, starts with a 50 kilo bag instead yeah, of a 25. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, and old uh, Claudogram. Claudogram. This dude's trouble. <laughs> He's, uh, he's one of the favourites around here. But uh, he definitely wants to know um, who is the fastest runner at Revel. And uh, I think this was put to bed last night after a couple of scoobies, um, maybe. I, I actually don't know. think the jury's still out on this one. Really? Um, yeah, I think uh, to, be, to be continued. There is a couple of contenders. I'm pretty sure I am. I'm just <coughs> going to throw it out there. The bloke here uh, sitting to my right with the uh, fast runner's head. Um, right. Is definitely in amongst the top full, three. Full shave down for the next one. I'll <laughs> cut at least one second off. I, I think I was consistently in the top three. Um, and then there was it's a like couple a, others. So yeah. Some people... It's like, like an out. Olympic, Olympic uh, runner that uh, goes before the gun <laughs> and uh, claims gold. So. Well, yeah, and some people definitely aren't built for running, as we found out <laughs> last night also. Oh, there's a couple, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. There's a couple. Short legs. Couple, what? Short legs. <laughs> bit of a sales body. They're probably not the ideal running shape. Yeah, definitely. But, uh, yeah, close that one out, uh, Claudio. Um, me. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for that, Dave. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much for joining us uh, again for a beer with the brewer. Um, again, like Maddie said, join us next week. We have a couple of nice uh, limiteds that will be coming out, so we'll go through them with you. Um, but saying that, raise a glass, everyone. <coughs> Keep the questions coming. And cheers. Cheers. G'day listeners, it's your host Matt here again and I just want to say a quick thank you for listening to this episode. We'd love to hear your feedback, so please feel free to reach out to us on our Facebook page at Revel Brewing Co. Balimba or send us a DM on Instagram. Our handle is at Revel Brewing Co., all one word. Again, if you like what you're hearing, remember to subscribe on your podcast player to stay in the loop. If you're from the local Brisbane area, we'd love to see you in the brewery sometime in Oxford Street, Balimba. Until next time, remember... Good people drink good beer.